0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional terms apply.
1: Every week is a, is a playoff. I mean, it's just, it is. You never know what's going to happen. Every week, there's always some upset. Top 25, there are bigger shockers than others. We all know that. Uh, last week, it was Oklahoma and Michigan. Sometimes it's just one, one week. It could be the form of two powers going at each other. And the, uh, the drama in it is one team kind of blows out the other. We saw that this year in uh, Oklahoma and Ohio State. And today, three teams. There's always that one week in the season. How many top ten teams lose in a week? Well, so far, three have lost. Number two, Clemson lost last night, 27-24 at Syracuse. Number eight, Washington State was blown out by Cal, 37-3. Number ten, Auburn loses today in Death Valley to LSU, 27-23. And right now, number five, Washington on the ropes. Not – I don't say eight count, but – at halftime, Arizona State leads Washington 13 to 0. And number 11 Miami had to hold on for dear life and come back and win over Georgia Tech 25 to 24. So interesting in the top 10. Mike Scarborough, www.tigerbait.com, joins us now. Mike, three weeks ago tonight was sitting there going, "Okay, Mike, I don't think LSU is going to lose seven straight games." But if you're asking me, Deke Beliveau, for sure, tell me which games LSU is going to win. I couldn't tell you. Now I look at him, Mike five games left and i'm going like uh, uh you know which games are lsu gonna win and i'm thinking like well you know there's that big monster they'd have to play a perfect game and, and the things happen but outside of that mike i mean look i can see this team finishing 10 and 2
0: it, it just doesn't make any sense it, it, it's
1: yeah <laughs> it's just
0: like right when you think you have it nailed down we we, we talk about the uh, personnel problems. Uh, you know, last week it was uh, Canada and Orgeron fighting. Um, Auburn's putting it all together. How can LSU with three uh, freshman offensive linemen both tackles out uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and everything that uh, Auburn had going for them? And you just felt like, well, you, you, I, you know, I talked to our Auburn guy, our Auburn rivals guy uh, on my phone uh, after all the stories were filed, and I'm like, how do you explain this? And if you're Auburn and you you're thinking, you know, you're you're a top 10 ranked team, if you can't beat what LSU's done this year, if you, if you don't if you can't beat LSU this year in Tiger Stadium, when can you beat them?
1: I swear, huh? Yeah. I, I
0: mean, mean Mike Mike, you know, and, and like you and I were
1: talking earlier, Mike, he, you know, I don't care if LSU uh, last year those four freshmen the last two years recruiting classes were all Cam Robinsons. There's no way LSU's freshman offensive line are supposed to match up with that front seven like they did. In the second half, Mike, they knocked them in the mouth.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you just don't want to go and, and, and try and say, oh, well, they they were more emotional or, uh, you know, the two seven, 2007 national uh, championship team there and that mode. I mean, I mean, you can go to that card, but sooner or later, I mean, guys got to make plays. I mean, the game that Chark had, I mean, oh, Devin yeah. White continues to, you know, just, you know, play lights out, and, and he's definitely the best player on the LSU football team. And uh, how he's not uh, uh, on, on anybody's first-team All-American ballot would it would be crazy. Um, but he no, – my
1: Webster, Mike, you know, I can remember – you know, when all that was going on, and I, could, I saw him as his sophomore year in the third round of the playoffs, and I was telling Mike, I said, Mike, I said, there's this kid, number 40, at North Webster. He's one of the best high school football players I've seen. He was a sophomore. And, you you know, Mike, and everybody wants to compare and so forth, but he just he looked the part. He never left the field. And this young man, if he – if he, he keeps his head straight, Mike, there's no – he will continue the long tradition of first-round picks. I'm talking about top-tier, top-five, top-ten first-round pick.
0: Yeah, I'm um, i I'm not sure if it was the end of his sophomore year or the end of his junior year. The years are starting to go, go together, but I traveled to uh, Iowa to see him in a mm-hmm. playoff game. And yeah, he, that was he, the junior
1: he, year. I remember that.
0: Huh? I think that was his junior year. Yeah, and he didn't leave the field. Um hmm and, of course, at that time the debate was uh, did he want to be a running back or a linebacker? Mm-hmm. Um, we had him at the rivals camp, and um, he played at both positions but primarily at linebacker. And, um, but w- w- what a great decision that's been for him.
1: Oh, and look, Mike, not, no knock against anybody else, but when Geis, is, when Geis can't go, there's it, no doubt in my mind what I saw, he's the second-best running back on that team. I mean, people didn't see him when he was in high school. He was unbelievable as a, as a running back in high school. But, Mike, everybody wants to know the most important information. What top-tier recruits were on campus today?
0: Well, I mean, you had Sobsha there from A-Meet. So, um, you know, that, that, that was a biggie. Um, mm-hmm. And he had all the kids from Southern Lab. Um, he had a quarterback from Arkansas um, that uh, we're hoping to talk to tomorrow, uh, Jerry Bohannon. Uh, from Earl, Arkansas, um, who's got offers from all across the FCC. And um, Anthony Cook, the five-star cornerback from Houston North Shore, um, that was probably a, a, what a, a thing for him to see. Um, going into the weekend, it seemed like Ohio State was possibly leading Texas with LSU in third. Um, going to be real anxious to see what he has to say once his official visit's over. And then you had the two uh, uh from out of state, uh, t- the tight end Shepherd, uh from uh, Florida and Jarrell Cherry, the defensive end outside linebacker uh, from Dallas uh, that was there. So, And then plus all the, the you know, the, the in-state kids were there, including Jamar Chase, who's mm-hmm. currently committed to Florida, who uh, I saw against Turling's Catholic, who's just absolutely unbelievable, not only as a receiver, but as a, as a kick and return, uh, punt return guy. Um dynamic kid that they've got to flip and it's you know it's one of those things now where he committed to Florida and you're thinking okay he's going to be hard to flip but LSU beats Florida and then he's at LSU today for another for another home game he's he's been to several already so that's huge
1: 504-260-1870 you can text us at 87870 LSU 27 Auburn 23 of course this could be the uh another uh, top 10 team going down again. There's been three so far and right now at halftime. It is arizona state 13 number five, Washington Zero, let's get out to the phone lines You got anything recruiting anything LSU Mike Scarborough is here with us Mike let everybody know how they get the latest the recruiting visits and also uh, people will notice I believe it was during the second quarter when uh, new men's basketball coach Will Wade was on the field now for th- to those that they may have attended they did have a kind of a brief viewing of the basketball team. They practiced around noon. Uh, they went to the Pete Maveridge Assembly Center. And not only football recruits, but uh, LSU had three of the best recruits in basketball in the nation on campus today, including two time Mr. Louisiana basketball, Javante Smart. So big, big day today, Mike. Yeah, five
0: star forward uh, Emmett Williams there. And, um, and then you also had Darius Days from Gainesville, who they lead for. So. Um, You know, what's funny is I'm sitting here uh, midweek and I'm getting uh, messages from the North Carolina site on Rivals and they're asking me questions about LSU's official basketball visitors because they're worried that uh, uh, LSU's about to get guys that they want. Uh, Now, that's big big time right there. You had never done that. (laughs) No, that's that's, that's never happened.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's a there's a feeling, Mike, uh, on campus uh, what Coach Wade is doing. I mean, he's I don't know if you say br- breathe life back into the program or what, but he's uh I I don't know up until this point. And mind you, now I mean a whistle's not been blown; they hadn't played one game yet. But I don't imagine Mike, and I, I don't think he's could have he could have done anything more than what he's done up to this point.
0: No, and, and look, there's gonna be there's gonna be growing pains. Everybody's excited, and mm-hmm. and for him to fill some holes to get there when he got the job and. and and get some uh, new players into the program and search high and low for them. Um, I mean, look, uh, they picked up what LSU to finish, what, at the bottom of the league, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 13th, 14th, uh, a week or two ago. I mean, I I, I am a hard – I don't know if they're going to be – I don't know if that's where they're going to finish. But I think if you follow the progress of the program and you follow what he's doing in recruiting – and what these guys are doing had done in the off season with the the weightlifting and everything. I, I just think if you're in on the ground floor with what he's going to be building, uh, yeah, they're going to take their lumps and might have some some brutal losses in there. Um, but I, th- I think there's uh, people fans are going to be really excited about the future just because it's all about recruiting. And uh, I've never seen them um, do it uh, the way they're doing it now. It's been a long time.
1: Mike Scarborough of com is here with us, 2601-870. You can text us at eight seventy eight right, Mike, uh, you know, it's another tough game because I don't think LSU uh, can take anybody for granted. I mean, yeah, you beat Auburn, but, hey, you still uh, have some of the issues that you've had. You're still a ball club that's growing and learning, and you're taking on uh, maybe, maybe, Mike, from a, a standpoint, the best young quarterback. Uh, especially when you think about his future as a pro prospect in this league and one of the best in the country in Shea Patterson. Ole Miss has got a good offensive line. They're going to sling the ball around, so uh, they're going to need it. And, you know, when you're moving forward, Mike, those those three balls that Jackson dropped today Next week you're going to need those type of plays because that ball is going to be aired out, you know, I don't know, 30, 40, maybe 50 times depending on how it is. So LSU's defensive backs who broke up 11 passes passes—they 11 of the 26 that Auburn uh, threw, they're going, have, they're going to have an opportunity to pick
0: the ball off next week. Yeah, well, and they get LSU at home. Obviously, Ed Orton's on, having been the coach there. Uh, this, this game with LSU, um, I mean, yeah, there's the Mississippi State game at the end of the year. Um, but this is really th- their bowl game. Um, uh, they're they're going to want this one bad, and like you said, Shea Patterson uh, is extremely talented, and they, they can sling it around. And they're going to go for broke. And if LSU's got a hangover after this one, uh, you know, all of a sudden you're right back down to, um, you know, everybody questioning yep. things. So it, it'd
1: be disappointing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Mike, now LSU. Uh, what we've seen the last few weeks, Mike, up until this point, going into Ole Miss. Uh, your thoughts on what we have seen through seven games and
0: where this program is right now? Man, I, it, it's you know you, you don't want to d- dismiss what you're seeing, mm-hmm. but then, but but then if, if if you you know that something's not right, and well, what's not right? What's not right is how bad the SEC is. Yeah. You know, how many of these teams in the league could beat themselves, uh, you know, five, ten years ago? It it just – I I don't know. It's the the, the spread offenses. uh, Everybody's gotten a little soft. Uh, There's talent missing. Everybody's got holes, more holes than they've normally had. Um, You you know, it's just dumbfounding that you get beat by uh, the way LSU did to Mississippi State and Troy at home. And then you go to the, to the swamp and, and now you beat 10th-ranked Auburn at home uh, who jumped on you that quick uh, in the first quarter. You just knew it was over. Uh, it, it, it's, it's, and, you, and you did it with three freshman offensive linemen and at times you went to a power running game against that defensive front of Auburn.
1: Mike, again, let everybody know how they get the latest on the Bayou Bengals going into a uh, big, big week and recapping all the big recruits that won't yeah, uh,
0: Check us out at TigerBait.com. we got a lot of pre uh, pregame, uh, postgame uh, coverage of this big win for LSU. Uh, message board, our Tiger Premium board is extremely active. And um, we're going to be reaching out to all the recruits here in the next uh, two days. Um, and we actually got Sopster last night. We were at a meet. We filmed him. He had an excellent game. Um, so he, he went into some things, and he was on campus uh, today. So um, I know a lot of people were concerned about uh, where he might be leaning and how, how difficult it would be to get him. Uh, but the fact that he was at LSU's practice on Thursday and was there today, and he's been at multiple home games, I think LSU's in real good shape with him. And, of course, he's a five-star defensive tackle for the class of 2019.
1: A little story about Ismail Sopjeh. His father and I grew up together in Amy, Louisiana, good friends, a bunch of us were, went to junior college together, and his father was one hell of a defensive player. All-state as a Juco defensive lineman in uh, the fall of 1989 and affectionately known as Slob, Slob Sopcher. That's no joke. And his son now, 25, what, 25, 30 years later, is a number one prospect, or one of the top two prospects in the nation for the class of 2019. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, how can they follow you on Twitter?
0: At Scarborough Mike and type in TigerBait.com in the Facebook. Uh, hit the like button there and uh, do the little pull down so they see it first. And everything we post will uh, immediately show up in your Facebook feed.
1: Mike, we've been on a bunch of rides together, but this is, this is one of the more interesting ones so far, I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot more uh, upsetting on the apple carton then picking back up. It's, just, it's a crazy season.
1: That's Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact